Do you see the one the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 24. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest and encouragement during life's journey. My name is Philip Wells, and I will be serving as your host for episode 144. We begin this episode with a message from Beard133 and Pastor Tom Barthel. There's no one like him. Samuel had a pretty tough job. He had to get everyone behind a brand new king. There had been no dynasty in Israel before his time. There was no son of a king who all the people could rally behind. Samuel had to start from scratch. You could almost describe him as acting as a campaign manager. He had to rally an entire nation and convince them to follow Saul as king. And Saul didn't make it easy. It was inauguration day. And what was the new king doing? He was hiding among the supplies. He looked like a cowardly man who didn't want any part in the proceedings. How is Samuel supposed to get them all excited about him being the chosen king? Fortunately for Samuel, Saul stood out from his peers. He was described as being an impressive young man. There was no one more impressive among the Israelites than he. He stood a head taller than everyone else. That's from 1 Samuel 9. When they finally bring out Saul in front of the people, the prophet's work was cut out for him. He just had to gesture toward the tall, kingly-looking guy and say, See the one the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him. And you couldn't argue with that. Once Saul was no longer hiding, he was standing out. But was Samuel emphasizing the right traits? Like a political campaign manager or a public relations agent, he appeals to what essentially doesn't matter. Saul's appearance. He made the easy appeal instead of the godly one. What did matter? It was mentioned in passing in Saul's new title, the one the Lord has chosen. God chose him. With that fact, the people ought to have been placated. Knowing that God has called and appointed someone ought to be the highest and most important aspect. If Samuel were to point to a blind, crippled man who was aged and weak and say, This is the one the Lord has chosen, everyone ought to have exclaimed, Amen. If God calls someone, appoints them, that is all that really matters. Samuel ought to have focused on the fact that the Lord had chosen Saul. End of story. But Samuel didn't think that was quite enough. Almost as if he needed a little more to please everyone, he appealed to Saul's appearance. And in doing so, Samuel acted as if God's call was only a suggestion, only a preliminary point, to be determined based off of appearance. Saul needed more before they would accept him. If there is a pastor or a teacher called by God through his church to serve you and your family, 
what do you look for? When you explain why someone is serving as pastor or teacher, do you focus on outward things? Or do you say, he's called by God? It's easier sometimes to appeal to trivial things rather than godly things. Saul and many others after him were impressive in appearance. But God would soon teach his people not to look at the outward height or strength of a man. He would prepare them to see the one the Lord has chosen, coming in lowliness and with nothing in his appearance that was impressive. And it was Jesus who was rejected by many. Jesus, though the Lord had chosen him, was lowly, a lowly, humble man who died for his people. The one the Lord has chosen. Truly, there's no one like him. We want to thank Pastor Tom Barthel for sharing that message with us. If you would like to hear more or read more, you can find him at beard133.com. Next up, we have O Sacred Head Now Wounded, as performed by Chris Dreisbach. O Sacred Head Now Wounded, with grief and shame weighed down, now scornfully surrounded with thorns, your own. sacred head no glory now from your face does shine yet though despised and gory I joy to call you mine men mock you your countenance Though mighty worlds will fear you and run before your glance How pale you are with anguish With such abuse and scorn Your eyes with pain now Cast me down before you, wrath is my rightful law. Have mercy, I implore you, Redeemer, leave me not. Where can I find? friend for 
this your dying sorrow, your suffering without end. Oh, make me yours forever and keep me strong and true. Lord, let me never, ever outlive my love for you. This song can be found on Chris Dreisbach's album called Hymns with Friends. Next, we have a devotion from 1 Peter that was written by Pastor Mark Falk and is read for us today by Scott Mosher. The title of today's devotion, Putting Our Past Behind Us, from 1 Peter 4, verse 3. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. The Word of the Lord. In yesterday's devotion, we said that being done with sin is our goal. And if it is indeed our goal, and if suffering the cross is part of getting there, then putting our past behind us is a good thing. Sometimes I suspect that when old friends get together to talk about college days and pranks and shenanigans, they yearn for days that were not so good. Remember how the freed children of Israel, suffering in the heat of Sinai Peninsula, yearned for the flesh pots of Egypt? There was meat there and onions and slavery. Look at the dirty laundry left behind by the readers of 1 Peter. Is any of that laundry on your young man's list? Peter only deals with the most crass sins. What about the pettiness and the jealousy and rivalry and toddler selfishness of youth? Really, we want to go back there? But sometimes indeed we do. I listen to lines from a country song and smile. We're just mothers and fathers of teenage daughters. Wouldn't changing places be nice? We get to sow the wild oats. They get to clean up our messes. Ah, the lure of old sins. But sin is bad stuff. It is the slick lying of the old serpent that paints it as something we now miss. Yes, it's good to strive for holiness. But sinners have so much more fun. Until the results of such behavior crashes in on them. Never mind the high price of teenage pregnancy and diseases we will not mention. God is watching. So, how shall we cooperate according to our new and better nature? The saint created in the waters of baptism to be like its creator. Let's look at the cross and see how God has put sin behind us. It is wiped out, totally gone. There's a great German phrase for that, but I fear you will not know it. And therefore, while we do not know if the best days of our country are ahead, we know that through Christ, his righteous life, holy blood, and powerful rising, our best days lie ahead. 
in a place where there is only day and where the concept of one day following another on a calendar will seem hopelessly antiquated. Such is the sure hope and promise of heaven. And therefore, whatever our pet sins may once have been, we are so much better without it, for it can only drag us back from heaven into pain and punishment. God has put your past behind you. It's time for you to labor with him in forgiveness as you put it behind you too. Next up, we have a devotion by Luke Italiano from the Bread for Beggars website to tell the story. This devotion is titled, Even for Me. I can't watch this. But how can I look away? Even if I could look away, the smell of death and the sound of agony would force me to know. The soldiers with calloused hands grab his arms and stretch them out. The soldier raises the hammer, and he drives the nail through his wrist, and hears the sound of metal clanging on metal, and the sound of torment. Have you ever heard someone scream like that? This isn't a calm, collected man. This is not a gentle savior. That scream is of a man in such pain that he has lost all restraint. This is pain. And he's experiencing it because of me. He lies with his arms stretched out and pinned. And through his pain he cries out, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Oh, my Jesus. With a grunt, the soldiers lift up the crossbar and place it on the central stake. They place his feet together and hammer the nail through. His screams are fresh and new. I don't want to watch this! But how could I look away? The criminals mocking him, along with everyone else. He saved others! He can't save himself! Remember me when you come into your kingdom, one of the criminals groans. And with clenched teeth, Jesus answers, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Oh, Jesus, even for him, even for me. What happened? What? It's dark. What happened to the sun? It's not a cloud. It's not an eclipse. I know what those look like. Why isn't the sun shining? What's happened? 
and for hours we wait. For hours I hear the sounds of mockery, of soldiers gambling to pass the time while men die. For them, it's just another day on the job. And in the darkness, Jesus cries out, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani! Which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's not just the pains of the cross, but his father has turned his back on his son because of me. Those are my sins that separate Jesus from his father. Those are my sins that he bears. This is the price of what I have done and said and thought. This is the price that Jesus himself chooses to pay for me. Finally, in a loud voice, Jesus cries out, It is finished! And with that, my sins are paid for forever. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And with that, Jesus dies for the sins of the whole world. Even for me. We end our time together this week with the song Agnew's Day from Koine and their album Visit.
You have been listening to Canaanbound Podcast, episode 144. This episode was first shared in March of 2019. We would like to thank Chris Dreisbach and Koine for letting us share their music with you this week. You can find links to both of these artists at canaanboundpodcast.com. You can read more by Pastor Tom Barthel at beard133.com, and you can find more by Luke Italiano at the Bread for Beggars website, breadforbeggars.com. If you don't already have a church home, we would encourage you to go to wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening.